Hey, everybody, it's Josh here. And I just wanted to take a quick minute before the show gets started to just tell everyone that's listening. Thank you. Any way in any manner in which you consume this, whether it's downloading, listening on YouTube, liking our Instagram posts, following us on there, going to the website and clicking it. However, that mechanism is that you choose to consume the content that we produce. I just wanted to say thanks. And on behalf of myself, obviously, and everyone here at Game Rage, we all thank you because knowing that you're out there and you're listening. And if we can just entertain one person, then really that makes all the blood, sweat, tears, everything we put into this worth it. And I know I'm sounding like a martyr right now, but I just wanted to show our appreciation, I suppose. And also to, you know, just remind everyone to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Game Rage Magazine and to follow us on Twitter and X or slash X at Game Rage Mag. And to also visit our website, www.gameragemagazine.com. And again, thank you from everyone here and myself at Game Rage from the bottom of our hearts. We thank you for listening. Welcome to the dumbest smart guy podcast on the planet. This is the Central Unintelligence Podcast. Here we are. Welcome to episode number five of the Central Unintelligence Podcast. Unintelligence being emphasized. Yeah, let's let's put focus on the unintelligent part because we're a bunch of fucking idiots again that don't know shit about shit, and we're just stating our opinions based on limited facts and our dumb understanding. Also, when we're right, uh, we're gonna we're gonna ride that pony as long as oh, possible. Oh, a hundred percent. Which today we are. So, anyways, uh, ba- I'm Josh, and I'm here today with Frank. What's up? And also Adam. Howdy. And t- can just, you can you fucking talk any louder? Yes, I can actually. Can you not? I, well, I I'm I'm not talking that loud. It's I just, had to take my headphones off because so I wouldn't be well, able to hear you. Maybe you should turn down your headphones then. That's uh, you. This is not very sports entertainment. All right. You know what? Here, hold on. Let me just turn this down a little bit. All right, is that is that better? Is that a little better? I'm just no, I'm still bleeding loud. from my ears. I like, fucking can't not talk loud. That's just how I am. I'm fuck, a loud dude. fucking guy, all right? Dude, seriously, what the fuck? All right, go ahead. Anyways, go ahead. so I'm not even close to the microphone, and I'm not even... I'm trying to... I mean, this is me whispering. This is my whispering voice. All right, voice. it's fine. All right, whatever. I swear to God. No wonder why this fucker can't keep a secret. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> well, if I tell you, I got to yell at you, okay? So, basically, this Russia shit... Yes, right? it, it, it is. Shit has hit the fan. It, it has really gone down. And we, we discussed this a few episodes ago. And I remember that I specifically had said that there's really only two outcomes out of this. One, that it was completely a work and this is all horse shit. And they were doing it just to suss out any kind of enemies that were within. Or two, Prigozhin fucked up by not going, going through with this. And it was real. And that it was a real deal. And then he just fucked up and he's going to be dead. And now here today, 
He is dead as fuck. He is fucking dead as shit. Yeah. And allegedly. I mean, yeah, that's true. Allegedly. But it's being, it's being heavily reported that his, a plane that he was in was either shot down, shot down or exploded or, exploded or so, just, just torn to pieces by some sort of explosion. And the best part is I saw this picture and it was literally the, uh, like the, the Russian NT, whatever their version of like the air traffic, like safety board is. Right, I don't know yeah. what it's called, but it was them taking the wreckage or whatever. And they literally have it attached to like a crane and they're just dragging it through the woods. And then they're like, Oh yeah, those Russian uh, investigators are real concerned about preserving fucking evidence because they're just dragging this shit through the woods on the ground, just leaving this trail of shit behind it. And I said, Oh, well, cause they don't really give a fuck. Cause they know what they, happened. They knew exactly what they were doing. Yeah. Well, and, not, not, not the TSA for well, the, the governing body for like, uh, Air transport. Russian air safety. Yeah, I mean, we're we're talking about our good old buddy Vladimir Putin. Oh yeah, good old Vlad the uh, hmm, man. He's got to have a good catch. A good, uh, yeah, good name. Vlad the exploder. Vlad the exploder. <laughs> Vlad the impaled. <laughs> um. Anyways, but yeah. old, old old Vladdy, he uh, he he and. And Frank did made a mention about uh, when, when we talked about this when it when it broke about man God is, is are they just getting that sloppy or they just not give a fuck mm-hmm. and obviously I, my my whole thing was normally their their preferred method of execution is pushing you out of a window or using well, that it's funny like umbrella uh, one of the guys that follow on on well X I guess is now it's called uh-huh. uh, it's Twitter say, huh uh, he's just he posted about it, he's like huh. I guess it was just too inconvenient for a for, for a hospital window, huh? Yeah, or, or something. But or those that thing with the umbrella where they, they poke, poke you with you? it, and yeah. then you just die of radiation poisoning a couple days later. Yeah, because that happened with that guy that went against the, the reporter. Medef, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. That, the political candidate. Oh, right. that, that one reporter that died from that specific type of radiation poison. And there's only three countries in the world who are capable of doing it, which was the U.S., China, and Russia. <laughs> yeah. And only one of those countries had a beef with them, i.e., Russia. Yeah, exactly. I, 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 those are much better, you know, clean, cleaner and, ways, and, and and subtle. Yeah, yeah, very subtle. It lets everybody know, you know, they did it, but man, you can't prove it. You can't <laughs> prove it. But this, this was like, oh yeah, we did it. And then, and then when Putin fucking literally says it at the at the meeting, or whatever, like. Uh, yes, my condolences to his family. And then he does that little fucking little smirk or whatever he Pro- does. Prigozhin made some serious yeah. mistakes in his life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then says that, and you just go, oh, this motherfucker. I can't believe he fucking said it. I'm sorry, but breaking news just broke. Uh-huh. China has landed a probe on Mars. Nah, that's not true. So here's the video. India did. Here's India, the video. Well, no, they put one on the moon. No, oh, in, no, India launched one to the moon. It landed in the Pacific Ocean, and they were starting broadcasting. Oh, we have found aquatic yeah. life on Mars. On Mars, yeah. <laughs> wait, China. Wait, what? So no, no. So China, and then they released the video, mm. and then someone posted, "Huh, breaking news: China has landed on Mars and was able to pay a Martian to film their landing in real time." <laughs> here's the video. Oops. Look how fucking nasty that looks. That is the most fucking 3D generated fucking horse shit I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, again, how did they film it landing? Yeah, who, what filmed it landing? 
in the same like those old nuclear photos. Oh, the building blew up, but the camera's just fine. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, come on now, we're not stupid. I mean, well, I'm telling I mean, you, we that's are. true. We are that's true. We are actually, stupid. and we can see the bullshit. Yeah. yeah. So if we could see it, just imagine smart people what they could think. Yeah, the same people that sank their own sub by scraping the bottom of the Ty- of Taiwan sank their sub that way are the people that landed on the Mars. Yeah, man, not not that's that's ridiculous. But anyways, back back to the uh, back to the other incompetent loser. Yeah, the other incompetent shithead fucking from Russia. What do you, Adam? What do you think about uh, what do you think is going to happen in the future here with this uh, with this stuff? Now uh, that um, supposedly, oh god. Before you go, I I read this earlier, so I, I I wasn't able to research it. So maybe you can tell me: Is it true that Ukrainians are taking back Belarus? Not Belarus, sorry, Crimea. They they. They blew up a missile system in Crimea, and yeah. I don't know if they're—I don't know if it's their plan. They said they didn't. They, they, uh, their aquatic forces landed. I don't know. I don't know enough to comment on that specifically, but it would make sense if—I if, mean, unless they're just taking that out for strategic purposes, so they just take that toy away from Russia. I don't know if they're actually going to seize that for like—I I, I don't know. It wasn't part of Ukraine before, was it? It, Crimea, I, yeah, I it was before it was, yeah. the Russians annexed it in like 2010, or yeah. that was the first. That was like the first thing they did. They like moved in and they were like, "Oh no, we're taking this," and then everybody just said, "Oh okay." What was it specifically about that area? Was it they just wanted the Crimean Sea like to have the ports, like so that? Yeah, I think that was the whole strategic reason of why they wanted it. But I mean, they, they they're making this claim that oh, it's rightful. Russian to, land, to like the, Slavic land. Yeah, the people who live there identify as Russians, yeah. and they, you know, they wanted they wanted to annex it as part of Russia, but it was part of another nation. So it's like, fuck you guys, man. Like, what, what, what are you guys thinking? You just can just take shit and just be okay with it. Everybody's yeah. gonna be cool with it. Hey, work for Hitler until it didn't. Well, until, until it didn't. It, yeah, and then that's and that's what's body. happening with this. Is it's it's gonna work for him until it doesn't, and. I don't know. I, I, I kind of think that they're heading towards the uh, eventual inevitability of Russia needing to either throw as many fucking guys at this as they possibly can, like whatever they can muster, whatever the number is. I don't know. I've said this before, but I don't know what the number is. But there is a number that will hinder the Ukrainians from being able to effectively fight back, and they will just be overwhelmed. And then that's when... You know, who knows? Some other sideways shit could go down. But yeah, um, what what do you think, Adam? What do you, what do you think so with with the Russians potentially having? Well, with the Wagner guys now saying, "Oh, Wagner, you killed Prigozhin." Wagner, fuck, fuck them. It, it's fucking Wagner, all right. I'm an American and I speak English. Okay, I will say no, it. However, no, the dude, fuck honestly, I please. This is the one time the British cut it right. It's not Wagner. It's not Wagner. It's a wanker. Wanker. You know what? I can go with the British on that one. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, everybody suspects them to make a mar- a death march to fucking... Moscow? Moscow, but... I mean, fuck... Russia's got to be already ready for that. But how, like... What is, what is their collective numbers for, like, the Wagner group? That, I don't know. Frank, what do you... Uh, hmm? Oh, I thought you were looking stuff up. Yeah, I'm looking at the bombers. And also... Oh. And also, uh, a second party would like to contribute to that the uh, 
stampede or insurrection towards Moscow is the Russian, what is it, the Volunteer Corps? Yeah. What, what is their deal? Are they just, like, opposed to no, they're Putin? Just a, they're a group of people that were voluntold to help. Yeah, it's like, uh, yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. They were voluntold like- that, that you're going to do this shit. And it's kind of, I think, a little bit of those, like, dudes. Okay, you know how, like, the Wagner was going around and, and recruiting out of all the jails, and if you were a murderer or a rapist, like, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah, listen, you come and serve 12 months. You're exonerated from you, your crimes. Yeah, you will be given your freedom afterwards. So I think it's a lot of those kind of guys, too. Oh, I see. Where they're kind of like shitbags. Yeah, because uh, they offered their services to... Wagner retali- retaliate against uh, yeah. Putin, and I, I don't know if that'll mean anything. I, I'm not sure, dude. I don't know what'll happen, but uh, a lot of uh, the subreddits, not some of them, not being specifically about the Ukraine itself, but just war footage. Right? They're yeah. like, oh, why why doesn't Wagner go after uh, Lukashenko and uh, Belarus and just just be assholes on that front, and then yeah. and then Ukraine can you know t- handle handle whatever Russia is throwing at them and then maybe they can reconvene and and collectively push on Russia itself. Yeah, I mean honestly, if I was if I was Wagner, I think that the smart thing to do would be to say, uh, yeah, we're going to faint towards Moscow, but we're actually going to turn into Belarus. Yeah. And we're going to fucking take that shit. We're going to go kill Lukashenko. We're going to take that country over. And then we're going to take his military. We're going to conscript them into Wagner forces. And we're going to say, all right, everybody, here's the deal. We are going to go and we're going to fucking, you're no longer going to be subject to, to the Russian fucking, you know, propaganda machine or whatever. This is going to, we're going to go take that shit out. Right. And then you use all these people to, to go fucking fight a civil war in Russia, you win, and then you say, okay, cool, now we're the Russian government, and uh, Belarus is just now part of Russia, and fucking, okay, cool, now we're just, and then you just wipe, because that, that's what they want to do, they want to wipe Ukraine off the planet, mm. so then you just you just do that, that's what, that's what I would do, that's the smart thing to do, if you're going to do that, and then really in the meantime... Because they don't have the number. I don't think they have no, the numbers to, to, to do no. what, they, what they think they're going to do. No, not against the Russian regulars. Yeah. There's, no, there's no fucking way. There's, they're going to just get wiped off the fucking face of the earth. Yeah. And I don't know. I think that if they were to have some sort of plan where you said, hey, you know what? We're going to go in and say, fuck it. Let's take out Lukashenko. Let's take over Belarus. And then let's let's be kind of friendly with NATO and like do some whole enemy of my enemy is my friend type deal yeah. and just be like, Hey NATO, um, why don't you uh, go ahead and let us get some of those weapons, some of that shit. Cause we are going to take out the Russian government, we'll right? We'll do it for yeah, you. We will do it for you. And then just like, you know, we will make the mistake like we always have throughout history is we will then help fund and support, a coup paramilitary group right and then they will go take over the country but then in typical you know fashion of of our you know clandestine operations the new guy will then just become worse than the fucking old guy Mm -hmm. and then we'll just be like ah shit why did we even bother doing this in the first place yeah but that's probably what what Wagner should do they should probably try to go that route because at this point I'm sure we would buy it and go, yeah, fuck yeah, here you go, man. Here's some fucking guns and some mortars and some fucking bazooka shits and here's some shit, here's some tanks and some aircraft. Fuck it. Go have fun fighting old Vladdy Poo over there and then they'll fight him to the death and then once they recuperate and recover from that, all right, cool, now we're going to go move back into the fucking Ukraine and take that shit over. 
That's what I would do. On the if I was them, on, on a larger scale, uh, there is now the uh, announcement that in or- the additional members for Bricks uh, has been announced. Yeah, which is um, well, it's Iran, it's Ethiopia, it's uh, Saudi Arabia. What was what was it? Egypt? Egypt, uh, the United Arab Emirates, right? Yeah, and I'm like. That sounds, that sounds kind of scary, dude. Oh yeah, it is. Because uh, as we were talking about before, that's a lot of Middle East action, dude. <laughs> yeah, it, it is. And it's like, okay, if there was a time to, and maybe it's a strategic alliance for ec- for economical reasons, right? But you were suggesting that you know if you're in alliance with people that you're trying to do trades with, or you know have any kind of business yeah. affiliated like relationships that you're going to be defending one another right right yeah i mean if you're essentially economically tying yourself to another country with an economic alliance then you are essentially creating a a kind of a soft military alliance where by it's soft in the moment but then the second something happens to one of the countries particularly one of the smaller countries that can't really fucking defend itself Israel in particular right well then that calls in okay well now whoever's the sponsor or the bigger party here i can't allow like okay for the US and Israel right we're, we're economically tied together it, the the US is, is not really allowing this shit to happen to Israel, whereas then, say, Ethiopia were to get fucked with, China and, and the other larger BRICS nations would get together and say, well, we can't allow this fucking shit to happen. We have to come drop the hammer on whoever's fucking... It's like uh, the initial invasion of Iraq, or uh, the Gulf War. Iraq invades fucking Kuwait. Kuwait is a is a little buddy of the United States of America. Yeah. And so, and they produce oil for us, and they buy it in U.S. dollars and sell it in U.S. dollars, so... Fuck yeah. Wait, wait a minute. You're fucking with our money? Well, guess what? Now you're we got to go halfway. With, you're fucking with my money, yeah. motherfucker. Now we got to go halfway across the fucking world to, to defend these assholes because they can't do it themselves. And that's essentially how that's you, you projecting your power throughout the world. Dude, it feels like a risk game right now, dude. Like, it is. I, yeah, yeah. It's it, exactly what it is. It's, you're seeing the, the Middle East being seized. But well, I don't know if it's being seized at the moment. But just the the addition of the countries that were mentioned, the Saudi uh, Saudi Arabia, the United em- Arab Emirates. Um, yeah, it's Argentina, Egypt, Ethiopia, Iran, Saudi Arabia, and the United like, Arab Emirates. The U.S. presence in the Middle East is already kind of soft, but yeah. now it's like, oh shit! Well, are we really going to? do anything about Israel getting fucked at some point. Well, like, here's the funny thing. If we would have built that pipeline, we could have produced enough. We would have had enough oil to feed the entire world and cut out the Middle East. Right. We could have undermined, undermined that whole that whole OPEC mm-hmm. nonsense, which yeah. now it seems like the majority of OPEC countries are going to join up with BRICS. Mm-hmm. And so, and this is my theory or my thought or what I would do, I guess, if I was China, because China is basically waging. I mean, I, I am of the opinion that kind of World War Three has already started over the last few years. And it's not like your typical at World War One. It was trenches, right? World War Two. It was fucking, you know, mechanized uh, tanks and all kinds of shit like warfare takes a different turn every single time. It, it, it evolves. 
I feel like this World War Three has already started, and it started mm-hmm. essentially through via proxy war. Yeah, and it started via an economic warfare. Well, like in, in the 1960s with the dom- like it was a domino theory, that, right? Like if one country fell to Russia, then the other ones would, would fall, fall in line. As, yeah, which is basically what we did with NATO. Is like right. every Western nation fell in in alignment with the U.S. Yeah, and. Uh, now it's like we're all doing the landscape is changing once more where everything's like realigning. It's becoming more. Well, I don't know if it's. Po- yeah, it's, it's becoming polarized, but it's now like whole packs of countries like clusters. Like right. Large, and and yeah. like, OK, because let's just be honest, what, call it what you want. But the world, the world power or the world hegemon or whatever you want to refer to it as. Right. That is now that is being challenged. Currently, we are seeing that the United States, us being the world superpower, right? The sole power, the sole economic powerhouse, the sole military powerhouse, we are now being challenged by China. And China's doing it economically through this BRICS alliance. And they're slowly putting together and pulling, like motherfuckers are starting to pick sides right now. That's what that's what we're literally witnessing. We're witnessing, I think, the drawing of the battle lines for when World War III goes from just an economic and proxy war to it turns hot. And it turns large Direct. nations against large nations directly fighting against each other. Which would, uh, I don't know, it would be concerning for the U.S. or I guess Western nations to, if uh, if this, even like just the names that were announced, man, if they start pushing from the east and then like Russia starts pushing from the top, they're getting pinched from both sides. Right, yeah, well, and then that's the thing. You, if, if you look at, if because if, if, right now it's it's the U.S. versus China. I, I, think, I, I think it's been made clear that meeting that Putin and Xi had or whatever, like four or five, six months ago, that was the meeting where Putin bent the knee and said to Xi, you're the man, I will take my place as number two in the world. Now, whether that's going to lead to an eventual betrayal where they want to try to become number one, who who's to say? I think that's probably what will happen. But that was for now to bend the knee to let China be the one to take the the lead, I guess, right? So if it's really the U.S. versus China, and one of the proxy wars is Russia and the Ukraine, right? That's a proxy war between China backing the Russians and the United States backing the Ukrainians. Then we've got all these, like we were talking about, you, you could potentially have... The, the Republic of Niger versus right. ECOWAS. Yes, you've got, again, a really a proxy of Russia slash China versus a proxy of essentially the United States. And... Africa, I think, is going to be a big place where we see like these types of things start happening. I mean, it kind of was predicted a little bit in Metal Gear. It was, where, dude. Like, Metal Gear 4, yeah. Yeah, it literally predicted that that's exactly what the next war would be. It would be proxy wars fought. Now, granted, they used like private military corporations or whatever, but mm. it was it was all it all took place in Africa. That was all like the major section of where that should happen. And I think that this is where this is where it's going to start turning hot is these things in Africa are going to start kicking up and we're probably really not going to give much of a fuck about Africa in terms of, you know, America, because we don't really have a whole shit ton of allies over there. But at the same time, Africa is very resource rich. And I think China knows that. And China knows that if they can go in and save the day and be captain, save a hoe, they will get access to all that shit. Whereas we're not going to have access to it. But, I guess the only thing to add is that, you know, for old European countries when they colonized back in the day, yeah, I mean they couldn't control everything. That's why it's all fucking, no. yeah, it's all, all fucked up. It's all warlords and shit. Like, right. What would be any different for that? 
case now. Like. Well, because now I, th- I think that that's what Bricks is supposed to set up. So I think what Bricks is going to set up is... Keep in mind, this is only them... Uh, they're only economic allies, so they haven't really said outright that they are going to fight for one another but they 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 might and that's i guess that's kind of like the speculation that we're having is that right if they if they is that i think that is my speculation is that if you are economically tied together then you are going to have to be militarily tied together and Mm. if and and it's it's whoever like they they say that thing about money is guy is is the is the god of the new world right and that's kind of how it is whoever controls the money that's who you bow down and that's who you bend the knee to so China's going to be the one controlling the money here. So if some of these nations in Africa, I think what they're doing is these guys who these countries that sign on at the beginning, I think they're being told, "Hey, when the shit goes down, this is what's going to happen. You guys are going to be the ones that are going to be the ones to control this local region because as we were kind of talking about before, China does not have the force projection ability like the United States has, right? So after World War II, the United States became the world fucking superpower because we had the largest navy and we were able to protect all the shipping and waterways with our fast navy, right? And so we were able to project our force everywhere. And in exchange for protecting everybody's shit, we said, hey, we want you to use the U.S. dollar to trade in. We want you to do this. It pumped up the U.S. dollar, made it the world reserve currency, got us to where we are essentially today, right? So... China's trying to challenge that, so they don't have the ability to force project their navy like we do. And likely, they probably never will. I don't think they have the capability to do that. However, they do have a vast capable manufacturing uh, capability. So if they could build a bunch of ships very quickly and say to the local people around, like say in Africa, you get you know Ethiopia, you get Egypt, you get... you know. Um, maybe another larger African, you know, country to sign on and say, hey, we're going to give you a Navy. We're going to give you high tech, top of the line shit. You're just going to man it. And you guys are going to be the ones that are going to call the shots here in this local region. You're going to be in charge. You're going to be our, you're going to be the Chinese force projection of, of our power. And in exchange for that, we're going to make sure you have lots of fucking money and we're going to make sure you have lots of fucking good stuff. And kind of the same thing with Russia. I think they they told Russia, hey, you're going to be our force projection in Europe. You're going to be the one that when the shit goes down and China becomes the world superpower as it, you know, via their plan, you're going to Russia is going to be the one that's going to be controlling Europe. Then you, the Americas, who knows? But you've got Argentina, you've got, I think, Brazil, you've got um, some other so- larger South American countries that are signing on to the BRICS thing as well now. And so they're probably being told, hey, you guys are going to be the Chinese force. Pro- you're going to be our force projection. We're going to give you guys this fucking Navy. We're going to give you a lot of military equipment. Because, like I said, it's indisputable that China has probably the, the largest manufacturing capability on the planet. I mean, but- in terms of how they can ramp up and make shit. And now, I'm not saying it's going to be good shit. I'm just saying they have the ability to make shit very quickly I and mean, get it out. Yeah, they... Very good well, yeah, points. They, they had that fucking huge-ass shit that they built. And what was it? What's what? A couple months later, and the yeah, fucking the, decks, the decks already, Yeah, the decks falling apart. Yeah, you know, a huge crack in it. Right, yeah. And, and again, I'm not saying their shit's going to be good, but... If they can just give people the image that they have the ability to put out all these ships and then it as long as the shit floats, 
most people just like with us, they're not really going to challenge it. You're not, you're just going to say, oh, fuck, you know, just like in world war two, when uh, the UK had inflatable airplanes yeah. to convince yes. the fucking Germans yeah. that were like, Oh shit, they got planes. All right, let's back off. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's the same exact thing. All you got to do is have ships that float and look like they, ha- and, and then have guns on them. And well, most, no, you, you're sitting there saying, I wish a motherfucker would when really you're like, God, I hope nobody fucking does because, uh, this is going to be, yeah. this could go either way at this point. And so that's where I think China has broken down with this BRICS alliance. They've broken down the world into sectors and they've offered everybody and you can see it. Like you can see as the nations are joining, you can see how they're kind of plotting this out and saying like Iran, I think they're going to make Iran, Saudi Arabia, the UAE. They're going to be the Chinese force projection in the Middle East. And who's the big, because that's the thing, all those OPEC countries, oh good. No, no, keep going. Oh, yeah. All those OPEC countries are always fighting each other over fucking the who's going to be the getting the most for oil. That's the whole reason they made OPEC so they could all be this giant cartel and control the price of oil so they all make the same amount of money, right? That's yeah, the whole reason yeah. they made it. So, now if you have Iran or the UAE and Saudi Arabia maybe being told, "Hey, you guys are going to be like the top dogs here in the Middle East. You guys are going to be the ones that get to guide the policy and make the policies for what we're going to call BRICS PEC or whatever, you know, bro PEC, whatever the fuck they're going to call the new OPEC. That's the BRICS version of it. They're going to be the ones guiding the policy. Therefore, they're going to be the force projection and they're going to be the ones to benefit the most and yeah. that's that's a benefit that's what they're offering i think is a benefit to sign on early to this BRICS thing yeah dude if argentina be, is being added like notice that it's on both sides of south america which right. is kind of like mm, that it's that, got it's, it's, it's on sus. both it's off both oceans and it's, the, it's off of the pacific and and the other yeah, speculating at the same time though brazil and uh, argentina are stones thrown away from us and we can completely destroy their infrastructure before China or Russia can get involved. Right. And so that's where I think the real danger is. And Adam and I were kind of talking about this earlier. I want to add one more yeah, thing. Yeah, go ahead. So the, nation that, the nations that are also being added, uh, Ethiopia, e- Egypt, um, and what was the other one? The Saudi, Saudi Arabia? Yeah. Those three countries alone are on the perimeter of the Red Sea, which is like, I think that's already kind of sus, dude, because right. the Red Sea, I, I think it has like an opening between um, the Indian Ocean up up until like, you know, Eastern Europe or whatever. Right. Yeah. So imagine like they those fuckers like are c- conceiving the idea that like, oh, man, we could really pinch this area and make it ours. Like we will control the seas here. Like, right. Yeah. And I'm sure that's exactly what China's telling them. But is like, yeah. So like the, the whole thing about you yeah, saying I, Iran tried that once. It didn't go well for them. Right. True. And, and see, this is where and this is where I think the genius of this this plan that the Chinese have put together really comes in is because the Chinese, I mean, for better or for worse, they at least they know that the United States militarily is not once what it was, right? We no longer really have the ability to we have the ability to fight a war on one front. We don't have we're not like in World War II where we could fight a war on two fronts, and we certainly can't fight a war on three fronts, right? Mm-hmm. Now, granted, we have upgraded missile capabilities with the rapid dragon thing. We have, you know, we have all sorts of toys. other toys to play with to be able to make up for that fact that maybe the Chinese aren't fully accounting for yet. But I do think that at least if they're going to try something, it is a smart move to make it all pop off at the same time. 
pop a war in the Middle East, okay, basically you're getting all the BRICS guys to attack Israel, right? You're getting all the BRICS Middle Eastern guys to attack Israel. Then you get Russia to, yeah, once they get their 4 million, 5 million, whatever the number is to overwhelm Ukraine, do that and then just keep on going through, keep on going until you hit resistance, right? Because we're going to have to say, hey, NATO, you're going to have to fucking take care of your shit for a minute. We can't yeah, really... Yeah, but when you say NATO, you really mean... Poland. Poland. <laughs> it's really, that's all I'm talking about. And and Poland can do it. If anyone can fucking do it, it's the Poles. They Poland can, is like... I think I think they got the vigor and like the just no, straight, they, they don't straight, have they don't just have the vigor. They also have the American toys because they pay, they just spent fourteen billion dollars yeah, upgrading their arsenal. I from think us. they're just ready to pop I, off. They're and be like, wishing, motherfucker, come dude, at dude, me, bro. They're literally <laughs> sitting on the border of Belarus and they're just like staring, just with their mouths watering, and they're like, "God, I hope you fucking look at me funny because we're gonna fuck your shit up." Like. And good on the polls because they're the polls will be the reason that Europe doesn't. Fall. I don't think that's, you should. I don't think that's the appropriate term. I think you should address them the as Polish? Polish because polls is, isn't poll a derogatory term. It might be. I thought Polak was the derogatory. Well, there term. you go. Don't say that one. Oh well. Yeah. Anyways, the Polish. Yeah, there you go. Are let's just greatest call, let's European just call, ally. Let's just call them what they really are. Baby European, America, no, European Texas, European, European Texas. Texas. That's okay. true. That's that is true. So they're going to be the reason. Europe doesn't fall, right? And we're going to have to say, hey. And, France will be, and if it falls, it'll be France's fault. Oh, no, it will be because they're trying to join BRICS. Yeah. And they're going to be the, the weak back door that's going to let the enemy come in from behind and fucking fuck everybody's shit up. So if you... if What? Oh, if you pop, if you pop the war, if you pop a war, the war in Europe, you pop a war in the Middle East, and then you pop... Your, your invasion of Taiwan, and then maybe you start taking some other islands, maybe Japan, who, who knows? <clears throat> we are going to have to solely focus our efforts on a war in the Pacific, right? Let's, let's be clear, though. And fuck China, because if we do that, you're fucking done. Mm-hmm. You are going to die. I was about to say, like, like there's our, no... our boogeyman was Russia. Right. China was an afterthought. Right. And, and see, now, now we realize, oh... Paper Tiger, who gives Paper Tigers a bad name over here. Right. And so we don't even, we, sure, we, it is true. We don't know. Okay. It's, it's still speculation regarding the Chinese actual military strength, their test, their, their, their combat skill. That is all just theoretical at this point. It's speculative. However, if we take, and it would be, it would be a mistake to assume that they're going to be just as bad as Russia, right? Mm-hmm. But if we assume that they are better than Russia, even if they are better than Russia and somewhat on par with us, if we put our full might of military force on, you right? Yeah. Can you, did your shit go out or? No, no. I just want it turned down because you're, you're talking loud enough that I could hear you. Oh, sorry. All right. Yeah. Is that is that good? Is that better for you? Is that mine? I think so. Is it going down? I don't know. Hold oh, wait. Uh, that's mine. Yeah. That's good? Yeah. Okay. So I don't think... Fuck, what was I saying about uh, oh, the Chinese? If if it's a mistake for us to assume that they're gonna be just as bad as Russia, right? And if we assume that they're maybe on par with us, if we put our full military focus on them, they're still fucked. They're still going down. There's no fucking way that they're gonna win against the kind of shit that we have. And even if they had a chance There's no country in this world that can go against us conventionally. Correct. And even unconventionally, there's no fucking country that can go against us. Because if you, if there is even an inkling 
that we are going to lose, then we are making sure everyone else goes with us. That's where I think... I don't know if this is... I don't even know if this is, like, on the fucking table, because I don't know how the Security Council works, but I think you put back on the table, give the Germans nukes, and give the the Japanese nukes as well. Do they? Well, they have nuclear power plants, but... I don't think they have nuclear weapons, though. Let's be honest. I'm sure, man, they, whatever. They I'm sure they do. But yeah, I, I think that, yeah, if you, you... You put it back on the table. Like, yeah. I know it sounds weird because it's like, oh, for, you know, for the, uh, what, since the 1940s? Yeah. How, how many years is that? Like 80? Yeah. 60, yeah, like 80. So, so 80. It'll be, no, it'll be no, 80 no. years Eight, in 2025. 40, 44 <laughs> was for Germany. Germany surrendered before Japan. Japan surrendered in 1945. Well, no, I think VE Day was in 1945 So close, as to, well. close to 80 years. Yeah. So it'd be weird to go back and have these two countries that were once enemies yeah. and have them say, like, you know what? This, the world is too, uh, there's too much going on. Like, we, yeah. need, we need to have these guys back on the table as a threat. Like, yeah, here you guys go. Here's, here, here's, here's some nuclear weapons. Yeah. yeah, here's some weapons of mass go destruction. Go nuts, kids. Yeah. <laughs> and and don't, feel, don't feel bad if you have to use them. That's all we were going to say. Go go right ahead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that don't, way, worry, don't worry. You're going to be the backbone. So while Poland's busy rubbing their Article 5 all over, over Russia's face, you can do what you need to do. Imagine Japan, dude, having the opportunity to return. Well, maybe not at the U.S., but, well, shit, maybe. But uh, for them to, like, have the power of having nukes uh, on their side and be like oh man i'm just like hovering over that button for oh, trying to say god i, I wish I, I like it would be so much sweeter like we would love to do it to the u.s uh for <laughs> what they did but you know now they're our well, allies here's, here's the funny thing though like if russia or china starts any shit if let's know if, if it's most likely going to be china yeah if they whoever fires the first salvo assuming it's china we're not going to hit them right away like we're gonna be like, all right, China, we declare war on bricks. But I fired at you. I, I know what I said. Yeah. We declare war on bricks. Hey, you guys want the Article Five on bricks? Yep. All right, cool. You guys Who's fight the Russia. smallest you- fucking nation in bricks? Cool. Let's fuck it up. Go. All right, cool. Poland. I want build. I want to have vacation. I want to. I want a vacation home on Belarus by the end of now. <laughs> all right. Um. Cool. Hey, um, launch everything at India and. Brazil. Why those two? Just do it. Yeah, just do it. We're like we're not gonna take them first. We're gonna take out all. Oh the... no, yeah, we're gonna make them watch. We're gonna yeah. do, we're gonna do the thing where we're gonna literally make them watch us destroy everything they've built, and then we're gonna come for you. And then when we're done with you, then we're gonna let, we're gonna let you live just so you can be the laughing stock of the world, and then you're gonna be essentially the whipping boy of the United States and we're just going to treat you like shit and you're just going to do so, all our bidding. You're going to make all our shit for free so, and, you know. No, instead, they're, gonna, they're no longer going to be bricks. It's just going to be, uh, uh, what was it? Just RC. Oh, because it'll just be Russia, Russia and China? Because everyone else that's part of that, will just no longer France. exist. <laughs> I don't, uh, off on a tangent, yeah. but, like, again, with the Saudi Arabia joining or being one of the newer countries. Yeah. I mean, they were using us as their their security. Yeah, and, and I'm like now, and now they're joining them, dude. Like, what the fuck? And that's one of the things that I don't know why they're doing that. Unless Russia, again, China, I, I'm China must Russia have and China must have overpromised. Them. Well, they must they must have literally said, "Man, listen, we you our guys, shit is better," and it is. And if you look at the Saudi Arabian military, 
all of their high tech aircraft and it's all us, their right? gear, it's all US made. It's all F 16s. It's all fucking, you know, all American made fucking military equipment. And they buy it from us. They fucking love it. It's great. It's excellent. So, what? You're going to have a fucking, some shitty Chinese, you're going to get a fifth generation fighter from China, which is the J 20. Yeah. You're, you're, you're going to take that over yeah listen we're not gonna give you our good shit but like <laughs> our good shit <laughs> our bad shit we from were, fucking 20 lived, years ago we is literally better than made this. it a law that we cannot sell anyone the f-22 raptor yeah because it's so good it's so good it's so good you can't you, we can't sell it to anybody and no that's cool no one's radar can pick it up it's a5 wagyu yeah it is it's a5 a5 american wagyu <laughs> with with the. Uh, with all the Sidewinder missiles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's funny, too, because the only nations we sold the F-35 to are mostly NATO countries. Right. And I'm sure that's going to continue because, well, especially because we're, that's the deal we're making them to send them all of our old shit. All the old Ukraine. F-16s to the Ukraine. Yeah, to the so Ukraine. We're, we're giving them new yeah. F-35s. Hey, man, we're going to give you some new F-35s. And we're going to give you a sweet discount on them. Poggers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And in exchange, you go ahead and send over your F-16s for free to the to the old Ukraine, and we'll, we'll just call it square. Smart deal. It's a smart deal. It well, gets it's all funny, our like, shit. I sent you this. I don't know if you, you didn't react to it, but it's this what picture. It? Oh, I'm sure I can find it. Oh, man, I got the hiccups. All right. Oh, that hurts. Where is it? That hurts holding your breath when you're trying to get rid of hiccups, man. That and it just burns in here. Yeah, it just it just and it is just like it, it's like seizing to continue hiccuping, and yeah. then it's like just spasming. Yeah, yeah, and you, your literal insides are just going. Yeah. Uh, um. What, what, what is this pertinent to, Frank? Oh, uh, so no. But the thing was, um, yeah. Uh, it's a picture of a bunch of fucking uh, car- helicarriers. Uh-huh. Okay. And it says the U.S. has just finished building its sixth interstellar carrier oh, group. Yeah. Meanwhile, Russia has fi- has finally have a full SU SU fifty seven squadron. <laughs> Meaning what? Meaning that we will have built a full fucking space battle fucking squadron by the time Russia has a working SU fifty seven fleet, which is their new like fifth, fifth generation fighter. fighter, which is a piece of shit. That's so, but it's so expensive that they only have so, like six. Again, of them. so they try to. It's so expensive for them to make that they try to get India involved in making it with them. Mm-hmm. So they would pay for half and then both of them would have them. Mm-hmm. So India agreed. And Russia sent over the blueprints, looked at it, looked at Putin, looked at the blueprints. Nah, fam, it ain't going to happen. <laughs> it's a piece of shit. <laughs> and decided to buy F-16s from us. Yeah, that means that none of them are going to get our shit either. Yeah. Everybody that was part of that done kaput. Right, but then not, also not only that they're not going to get parts. I mean, going well, going back to India too. Like they're also fucking us as well mm-hmm. because they fucking have now gone from to their they're they're buying oil from the Middle East. The I think the UAE they just announced that they accepted their first payment of oil in in Indian rupees or whatever, and they're not requiring the U.S. dollar to purchase oil anymore and obviously the uae is joining BRICS next year yeah where does pakistan fall in all this because i don't even know what the relationship between u.s Uh, between u.s and pakistan like what what are we solid with them like because you know they i know they like they harbored all the guys that did 9-11 
Yeah, no, they did. That's where fucking Osama was at, mm-hmm. and that's where we had to go in and kill him. So, so well, yeah, what one, happens there, dude? I don't, I saw this I don't one, know. I saw this one video where Russia's like, hey, Taliban, I know we're not on good terms, but I need to know, how do you fight the Americans? Oh, 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 you want to know how to fight the Americans, huh? So this is what you do. He goes, all right, cool. Insider information. So you get your guys, yeah, and you wait. And you, you, know, you fuck with them, you mess with them, and then when they come and force to come get you, you run to Pakistan. <laughs> you run to Pakistan. <laughs> like, wait, what? You do realize we fought them for over 20 years and they never once retreated. You know what's funny about this fucking bricks thing? Mm. Okay, so they essentially, now once you have these new countries joining, they will, they're accounting for like bricks, 46.5% of the world's population will live in a BRICS, in a BRICS related country, right? Yeah. I mean, that already does with China. Well, China and India, India basically. Oh, that's, that's kind that, of, right. That's kind of skewed. But okay, but this is what I'm saying. Okay, so you've got almost 50% of the world population, right? Yes. But they only account for 30% of the global GDP. Mm. Oh, shit. <laughs> so <laughs> it's like, man, that fucking sucks, dude. Like that, is, you just, yeah, you made a super population of the poorest motherfuckers on the planet. <laughs> like, that fucking that's gotta hurt, man. That's gotta suck. Then, you, you go, all right, cool. We but got, we the, got we got over fifty percent of the world's population on our side. Yeah. So we look over here. Cool. We have the combined budget of of three dollars and a peanut yeah. bag. Yeah. He goes, cool. What does the U.S. got? Oh, they got a budget. In, they got a budget big enough to fight God. Yeah. Which. Yeah, yeah dude. That that is kind of funny. And. Uh, yeah, that's fucking wild, man. Right? Dude, isn't isn't our, that crazy to think? Our like? cyber, not cyber. Um, our psyop division alone, their budget is bigger than all of Russia's GDP. Yeah, I, I mean, if you if you look at, and I mean, that's just a. And again, I know uh, Eisenhower said to beware of the military-industrial complex, mm-hmm. which yes, it does have its flaws. However, for world power status. Man, it is a great fucking thing to have because the amount of money that we spend on that is for sure more than every other country on the world probably combined. I mean, however, yeah, we've had other examples where that has been a pitfall for, yeah, and that has been the Spartans back. That's true, and uh, you know, back in the the days of Greece, right? Yeah, yeah. what would be another example, or just any country that solely relies on one fucking industry Aspect of it? Yeah, like uh, like Venezuela or whatever. Like right. they they're all oil. Like they yeah. don't have that's, they don't, it. that's, that's all, all they got. got. They don't have that's any. Why def- that's why their economy is falling. Yeah, I know, and and that's so that's that's where like the well, U.S. for us like yeah. it, it is a little like worrisome. But, but we're I think well, we're is. diverse enough to to not be. Well, think about like, everything out there that's being made. Sure, it's being made in China, but the majority of that shit was invented here. Right. So, I mean, if we can get off our asses and go back to being the industrial powerhouse we used to be, China would have never been a threat. Well, one of the things that I think that has really kind of helped, well, I don't I think it's kind of too late. I think we've we've uh the bell can't be unrung, as they say, with with in terms of China becoming a, a, a power. I don't think they're going to become the global superpower, but I mean, they are a world. They're they're becoming a world power. They have been. They're in the fucking right. Security Council. Well, right, yeah. But what I'm saying is, like, I don't think they're going to take our spot anytime. You know, 
not in, they're going to try. And Mm -hmm. and again, this is where we were talking about the dangers earlier. I think the dangers of this is, is throughout history. There's always been a global superpower, right? There's always been a global hegemon. That's been like the, the world leader in money. It's not one though. It's multiple. It's been multiple. Right, right. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like it's always been like, but it's always been one major country or nation or empire that has been kind of, the, the global superpower, right? Yeah. And so throughout history, we've seen every single time that that dichotomy has changed, where that global superpower has fallen and a new one is rising to take its place, it always ends violently, right? Mm-hmm. And none of the time throughout recorded human history has this taken place with nations that involve nuclear weapons, right? Or weapons of mass destruction on the scale of what we have today. So... My opinion is kind of like I said earlier, where if I think if we see that we're going to lose, ah, we're just going to say, fuck it. And let's just take everybody. With zero us. sum game. Everybody fucking yeah. loses. Yeah. Because because why not? Why? Why be? Because because we are like you had said about well, the reasons like the things that cause empires to fall. Right. Well, I was I, f- I forgot to bring up Russia itself during like the USSR era. Right. Like they had all their money in developing weapons and going to yeah. space and shit. And they collapsed because completely, you know, there, there was nothing else that they were doing. And yeah, that was it. Everybody else was like starving in the streets, and <laughs> yeah, they put no money into agriculture, like, or like farming, or, like North Korea. North Korea right. is the exact same thing. Is there? I mean, none of the people produce anything. They they're like starving their for number, food. Their number one, they actually do have. A, sorry, they actually do have something that they produce every year, and that's current. It's um, counterfeit U.S. currency. That is their biggest export. Yeah, that that's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Counterfeit U.S. money is their biggest export. Man, that'd be sweet if we could get our hands on some of that, just to like have as like. No, fucking, don't say that. I don't. Want, I, I'm not going to fucking prison for no, that. No, I don't want to go to prison for. I'm not saying we're going to use it. Just you know, just to have a a funny North Korean counterfeit one dollar bill. I'm not condoning that. I'm not endorsing that either. <sighs> well, I guess I'll. Not, not even that. as a joke, dude. I don't even want to like. We're all having fun here, but I, <laughs> I ain't saying I'm going to take fucking counterfeit money. It's well, illegal I mean, to use counterfeit yeah. money for the purpose of money. I don't think it's illegal to possess it. Like, oh, actually, it is. No, I think if you try to use it or pass it off know. as a bill, you, right? If you come, in, if they arrest you with possession of, of of stolen money, it's a felony. But I think that's only if you try to pass it as real currency. Because, mm. like, you know, they make those fake fucking monies all the time. Yeah, but it says it says on their fake money. Yeah, they do. Them. They're required to. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. I have to Google that. Okay, go ahead anyways, and Google that. I'm still way. not. I'm still not like taking you up. Yeah, I understand you don't condone it, but yeah. anyways, uh, back to the uh, topic at hand. I think it's definitely gonna be interesting to see what happens throughout the next few. Tell me what happens to 12 in twelve months. fucking months, dude. Like, I think it. I don't know what the landscape is gonna look like. It's gonna look fucking wild. In my opinion, I think that the Chinese. I think that they've ramped up their plan because I think they weren't expecting Russia to fail. Like well, they did. I, I, well, I don't think that they were expecting it to be that bad or to be that obviously bad. Mm-hmm. And I also think that they, I think that they were hoping that cause, cause obviously everybody waited to do this, start doing this shit until Trump was out of office. Right. Because mm-hmm. if anybody's crazy, the fucking enough, to push the goddamn button, it would it have been that orange bastard, right? Mm-hmm. Is to push the fucking button. And you know what? Good. He should push the button if some fucking crazy shit goes down. But now that Biden's been in office, they waited until he, he got in, and then they started doing all this shit, right? 
I don't think it's reasonable to think that he's going to be reelected for a second term. I just don't think it's I don't think it's plausible with his with his advanced dementia or whatever whatever the hell kind of old man disease he's got going on mm-hmm. because there's obviously something there. It's it's to the point where they can't really cover it up anymore. And I don't think it's believable that even if you did quote unquote rig an election that anybody would accept those results for what they are. Um, obviously, the last time he won, there was a contingent of people that didn't believe the election was real, and, and then now they they're being arrested the Cap- for government. right, and they marched onto the Capitol, right? Mm-hmm. So, if you were to try to pass that off as fact again, there's definitely going to be a real fucking problem, I think. Mm-hmm. So, I think China knows that they need to make their move before the next presidential election. Mm-hmm. So my opinion in 12 months from now, what is this, August? This is the It'll end be of 14 months, I guess. 14 months is when the next election is. So sometime before the next, for, before the, the election of 2024, I feel like China's got to do something. They, they're going to make a move to try to either take Taiwan or they're going to try to, they're going to take some fucking piece of land. And I don't know if it was me, if it was me, my plan would be to do, like I said earlier, with go on that war on three fronts type deal. And basically make it impossible for us to respond except to focus our efforts on one fucking location. Do you think uh, Do you think Zelensky getting assassinated is enough grounds? Well, I mean, I guess World War One, Franz Ferdinand dying was enough for Yeah, but World that was War- that was more political than it was uh uh well, necessity. Also, with World War One too, the the whole continent of Europe was just looking for a reason to fuck shit up. Because if <laughs> yeah. you really think about it, what's some dickhead archduke who was really, uh, you know, historically insignificant mm-hmm. in terms of other than him being assassinated, the trigger to cause World War One. Yeah. Other than that, he was historically insignificant. He was no one really important. And let's be honest, if as an as actual students of history, as me and Josh are. I'm 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 not declaring myself <laughs> a a, a student of anything. I'm, no, I, I mean I'm not that fucking. That uh, 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 what's the word? Amateurs. Yeah, listen. I just like yeah, we're but amateur. Let me, let me, let me, we're amateur historologists. Histor- you know oh my god, dude! <laughs> that that invalidates everything. This podcast. We're that's kind of the idiots, point, dude. right? Though that's kind of the point, though. I just anyway, that we're idiots. Anyway. Historians, my god, dude! <laughs> Holy shit! Anyway, anyway, dude, what are you fucking I don't know, smoking? Man, I'm fucking right, tired. Right. I've been up since six a.m. yesterday. All right. Fuck, man. Oh my god, we look so <laughs> stupid, dude. Oh my god. <laughs> Everything up hey. until that point may have sounded somewhat coherent, gonna, and now <laughs> everything afterwards is just going to be dog shit. Everybody's I'm like, make, oh, I'm, I'm not tuning in anymore. I'm going to make a shirt called, I'm going to say Amateur Mr. All. Astrology Channel. <laughs> that'd be a golden fucking shirt, dude. Oh, man. Ambulance. Yeah, yeah, I'm doing Ambulance. it. I'm making it. Ambulance. Oh, man. Okay. Anyway, All right, where were you going with that? I was going. Yo, Frank was actually saying I interrupted him. Go ahead. No, anything I say is invalid. Nah, it's not. It's not. Just, just, uh, Jesus Christ. Anything I uh, say is invalid. <laughs> <laughs> no, just saying that. I was just trying to bring up the point that the the actual assassination of Archduke Ferdinand didn't really start World War One. It was just a it was just a domino effect. But honestly, if you try to go down the road to explain how World War One really started, you saw me going through how all the shit with Renardo earlier in the last podcast. Mm. 
that's not even scratching the surface of how deep you have to go into European politics oh, oh, to explain yeah. how was, World War One actually started. It was super intricate, <laughs> and that was just because again, everybody was looking for a reason to do some shit, and, and that so literally that thing, every treaty what, was activated. Asking. Do you think Zelensky would be enough to start? No, World War I don't. There's no. not enough treaties. There's not treaties involved in it, and honestly, it'd make things easier for us because in the end, we're just trying to take over the Ukraine for ourselves. I mean, really, that's true. So that's the thing people don't realize that we're giving all this aid to the Ukraine, and once shit's over, we're not leaving. We're, we're not taking well, it over. We're, no, but we're just not leaving. We're we're, we're uh, they're going to become a proxy of the United yes, States. Yes, that's like, what that's it is. Exactly it, what it is. They're going to be beholden to it, us. It's in our personal interest yeah. to defend them. That's all it is. Like yeah, but for, for him, strategic him purposes. getting right. assassinated just means oh. Oh, guys, your president says, let us take over in the meantime while you guys find your next president. Right, yeah. And then, oh, by the way, while we're in charge, elections are illegal until we figure this shit out. (laughs) Yeah, that's, I mean, that's some kind of shit that would probably go down. I don't. I don't think Zelensky getting assassinated necessarily. I think he would. realizes it's, it'll actually make it worse for him. Yeah, I think that's why he hasn't been assassinated is because the Russians know if they do that, we, we, it's, we, it's, we take control. It's full you, made game a mar- over. you made a you made a martyr, and out we of him. take control, yes. and then shit's gonna get a lot more calculated. Right, and and I don't think they want to fuck with that, so they're just like, fuck it, let him go talk his shit. He's he's essentially the Ukrainian Hollywood. Fu- he he's like. He's like the Ukrainian version of the governor, right? Except he's the president of the country. He's some Hollywood and guy. And he was an actor. Yeah, he's he like a Hollywood. Actor, yeah. He's a well, he's their version of a Hollywood guy, you know, like He's our, he's their Reagan. Right. Yeah. And so, you know, he he got elected cuz he was a famous dude and funnily or h- hilariously enough, he played the president on a TV show, which is fucking kind of ironic. Weird. And yeah. weird. It's like a weird coincidence, but hey, fuck it. It's I don't know if you guys have seen that movie, The Unbearable Weight of Fucking Whatever. The talent, the, the, yeah. The, the oh, Nick yeah, yeah. Cage, the Cage movie. yeah. I heard it was great. Yeah, it, it was it pretty is, sweet, yeah. but it's like uh, one of the things in the movie was that Nick Cage is like, I, his mentor or some shit said something along the like, uh, any role that you need to prepare for, like you just have to believe you are that thing, which kind of applies to like Zelensky because he he committed. To, he's like a, I don't know if it's like method acting or whatever, but he's yeah. like he's committed enough to the role that he actually believes he's president, which in fact he is. He is president, so, yeah. so he actually has been leading because I don't know potentially of his acting. But, right, uh, I don't know, man. It's just wild that that motherfucker is like leading the country. Well, it's funny too because if you look at you know okay like Vitaly Klitschko the boxer he's the fucking mayor of Kiev or whatever. Oh, that, so, you're right. Yeah, you yeah. know, it's like it's like these guys from these countries that that become famous, then they somehow get into politics, and then you know now that kind of leads to you could go down the whole rabbit hole regarding corruption, and you can go down okay there was a lot of, there's a lot of weird shit that went on there. Uh, in the in the before times when Russia before Russia invaded, so granted, listen, there are some skeletons in the closet for sure, in my opinion. But are they enough to say, ah, fuck them, let let the Russians take over? No, I don't think so. I think we should still. It's in our best interest to assist them and make sure that the Russians don't fucking take over. What's that? I can't read it. What does it say? It's all three strands of. Uh, <laughs> it's. Uh, hybrid sta- uh, stevia and uh, oh, indica. Oh, of, of strains of uh, weed? Yeah, it's one little pod. Oh, man. And then it's just, show- and it's just what's his name? Sokka, when he drank the cactus oh, juice? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, love, I love that that's like one of the infamous faces in anime is when all hell breaks loose or there's like a really catastrophic 
It's just traumatic. A in, yeah, zoom, it's just, in, the, it's zoom just, in the face. Yeah, and it's just like the weird eyes. The weird eyes, yeah. <laughs> well, anyways. Uh, uh, anyways, so yeah, I don't... Uh, I foresee, it, back to the original... The 12, 12 it, to 14. 12 to 14 months. I foresee China doing something. They're something. making they're making some kind of a move. And then again, if it's me, I'm making a move on Taiwan. I'm making a move in the Middle East against Israel, and I'm making a major major offensive in the Ukraine. And once I get through the Ukraine, I ain't stopping. I'm continuing on through Eastern Europe. And fuck it, I'm marching all the way till Germany. And I, I mean, I don't know, not that it's it's a conspiracy theory or whatever, but that that thing where the guy asks Alexa when does World War Three start? And he says, like, November or something. I don't remember if it's 2023 or 2024. And then he says, when Russia invades Germany. That's, like, literally what, what the fucking Alexa says is when it starts. Now, you can program Alexa to say shit, so I don't necessarily believe that. But yeah. I just thought that that was funny of, of, a, little, of a little thing somebody did. And I'm just like, well, but you know what? If I was going to do all these things, that's what I would do. I would push through to Germany because fuck it. You know, put us on our heels and make us respond put us on the defensive and then we got a choice to make like i said earlier it's it's either one of the three we got to go defend and i my, you know my vote is to defend the pacific you know i think poland can handle it on their own they're gonna have to they're gonna have to by god and then maybe a couple other you know nordic countries will fucking F- jump finland. in finland will probably jump in and help finland hits russians too yeah so i mean they'll definitely fucking help out well, and- did you see that sweden weaponized um uh homophobia <laughs> they did yeah Nah, how they do that? I guess the, they they kept finding Russian subs in their in the bay. Uh-huh. So they kept sending Morse code to the through the uh, uh, sonar, uh-huh. saying "Come this way if you're gay." And they haven't found the Russian <laughs> subs since. <laughs> it is funny that somebody from, only gay subs come this way. <laughs> dude, <laughs> it's funny because uh, there was an article that was written from uh, I don't know who what the source was, but somebody from within the Kremlin uh-huh. said that. Uh, that they believe that the U.S. has influenced the Ukrainians to create gay super soldiers. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? That's so fucking random, dude. So I mean, but honestly, though, how scary would that be if you're just a Russian fucking grunt and they're literally telling you, like, hey, man, these super ripped, like, jack dudes are going to come through here and not only are they going to try to kill you, but before they kill you, they're going to fuck the shit out of you. <laughs> and, then, and then maybe they'll kill you. It's <laughs> the great thing about this country. Anybody can serve and... Uh, well, yeah, it, absolutely. That's, the, the, like that's just, that, one, that one guy said. He it's a joke video where he's fighting. He's talking shit with Russia, and Russia's, oh, you're gonna beat me with that woke army. Hey, pain fingers can still hold the joystick of a fighter jet, dude. It's like the U.S. Haka man. Like the what is it? The um, those people from New Zealand that oh, do haka. The, the rugby, the rugby guys. The oh, what are they called? The, the, the Maori? All blacks. Oh, that, the, the Maori. That's New Zealand. Maori, yeah, but that's like New Zealand. That's the um, the Hakka people. Right? Yeah, yeah. That's Indonesia, like not no, Indonesia. No, no, um, it's New Zealand. It's yeah. yeah there's it's, it's Maori. The Maori. The Maori. The Maori is yeah, but you said yeah. didn't you say Australia first? No, I, said no, New I said New Zealand. Yeah, uh, yeah. The yeah. Maori people. Yeah, we we have the U.S. Hakka, which is uh, you know, uh, according to the the fucking uh, Russians, it's uh, our trans or LGBT community. <laughs> Just the presence of them yeah. alone is uh, is an intimidation factor yeah, to it's, it's to enough the to Russian. strike fear into the heart of the enemy. <laughs> and then if they, once they make it through them, then there's the 800 million fucking armed civilians in the United States I with see, yeah. registered weapons. <laughs> yeah, that we know of. Mm-hmm. Registered. Yeah. We have a tradition that every year on um, what's 
What's the big holiday for gun sales? I don't know. Fourth of July. Maybe I think so. <laughs> well, one of the holidays, and like, we have a tradition that every year, people buy enough guns to arm the Marine Corps. <laughs> one person is has enough guns to <laughs> to fucking supply the Marine Corps. No, no, that every, every year people on this specific holiday, um, the U.S. government, the U.S. citizens buy enough guns that they can arm the U.S. Marine Corps. No, it's each individual has enough, <laughs> <laughs> enough, enough guns to arm. I, I believe it. A United States Marine yeah. Corps. Yeah. If any yeah. countries do, if any country citizens can do that, it's the U.S. Oh, hundred percent. And you know, I mean, that's one of the one of the great things about being here in America is we, we get to have all this cool shit. We get to buy guns. Unless you live in California. Well, I mean, yeah, that that does kind of suck. But you know, I mean, or well, listen, we could live in Chicago. It could be worse. Could live in Chicago or New York, and then you can't have any hang. You can't have handguns. You can't have fucking, you know, all, shotguns and and single bolt action rifles. That's all you get. What's the uh, <laughs> uh, you get you get uh, what's the the people in the mountains called? You get a Revolutionary War fucking um, lock. Yeah, you, you get the ball. The Appalachians, the little the Appalachians, ball. Yeah, yeah. The dinner, dinner, You talking about those people? Yeah. What about them? Oh, he's probably looking up a meme about yeah about the <laughs> like that one that's hilarious when it's like oh the the Russian uh, the Russian grunt who just uh, yeah, right landed here. in no, fucking right Appalachia. What, what? So what's that? Re- is like it's the Appalachian Alps or? Oh, it's like the Appalachian like mountains or whatever. Do they call the, it the Alps though? I don't know. They, do yeah, they, this is there here. It says POV. You're a Russian soldier crossing the Appalachian Mountains during the invasion of America. <laughs> Is that it? No, hold on. Except, except now you're gonna hear. Hey, let me get some of that bussy, boy. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just the best part is that while the gunfire is, that's when the banjos start getting more crazy. <laughs> it's like the march, though. The, the, the drum, revolu- yeah, yeah, there's the, a revolutionary one to, to keep the pace for the marching. Yeah. yeah, pitchforks and guns, dude. There's gonna be a fork in every ass. Oh yeah, man. It's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be in the bus. The, the, the other one I saw. Was, the other one was better where it, it had the Russian scream. She's all scared. Yeah, yeah. That that was the one that I heard too. Was yeah. that that original? That one's fucking hilarious. Um, all right. So I mean, we've. Uh, I mean, as we said, we basically talked for an hour about fucking uh, Russia. So was there any other? Uh, was was there other topics? There are a lot of other topics that uh, I had. We kind about, of. How about the fact that the Ukraine destroyed a Russian warship with a drone? I mean, yeah, that was pretty legit. <laughs> I have to say, uh, wait a minute. I had the thing. You had, you had other notes. Yeah, I did have lots of. I had lots of other notes. Okay, we kind of already talked about the India making the payment. That was one of them. Yeah. Uh, we talked well, about Belarus and Poland. Yeah, all of it kind of encompassed the whole the right. Russia situation. Well, even the BRICS thing. Like yeah, everything. a lot of that. Well, yeah. the Niger coup. We talked Don't about. Tell me about the fucking bit. Belarus thing. The fucking audacity that they would say, "Oh, we're gonna have a training exercise on the border with Poland." Oh, cool. NATO's going to do the same thing. Oh, you're violating national laws right. and shit. That's messed up. Fuck you. Yeah. You're yeah. like the Germans when they said, oh, shotguns should be illegal because they're too devastating. Says the motherfucker using mustard gas. Yeah. Get fucked. 
Um, then uh, I had uh, I had this little thing to talk about the uh, the encryption algorithm that that's used for Bitcoin was actually created by the NSA. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of I want I don't know I thought that was an interesting fact that I found that. What is it? It's it's SHA. It's S H A two fifty six. I forget what the. It's something. It's self- rooted in this thing. The, the what was it? The the acronym. It's S H A. It's SHA. It's something. It's SHA two. It's it's based off yeah. of SHA two the algorithm. But that doesn't necessarily right. mean that what they're using would have. I know you were kind of making an argument that they would have a backdoor, which I guess is yes, technically true. Right. But their thing is derivative enough that they would. It's. I don't know if that would apply. Like, I. I don't know. But then again, like, I'm not so well versed in all the crypt. Right. Crypt- and cryptography. Neither am I. So I'm kind of relying on other people who are much smarter than me, who yeah. dumbed it down and sort of explained it. Yeah. Where they're. It's just like that. Well, I'm gonna need a dumbing down of the dumbing down. Yeah. So. So they're essentially what what was said is that this SHA-256 is the encryption algorithm that the blockchain uses regarding like transactions or whatever right or it's based in uh, I, I don't i don't remember thing. dude i'm gonna be honest like this isn't a topic that i can speak so fucking fluently on right and neither can i really but what was what what's what's been said a lot by people who allegedly are experts is that that this was that this thing was actually created by the NSA. And if you look it up, like, yeah, it's, it's legit. It's on the Wikipedia. It's, there's a lot of documentation online that, yes, this encryption algorithm was created by the NSA. Now, But you could say the same thing about ARPANET, or was yes, it DARPANET? Like the, inter- the, yes, the, 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 the internet. The internet. But the internet is not exactly what it was when it started. Like True, but those all the back doors that they built in mm. digitally, I'm sure still exist yeah, I, in everything. I, and I'm with you on that. Like, and so yeah. that's where I, I just, I was just pointing out the fact that I don't see there being much of a jump in difference. And I just, I, it's very plausible that they for sure built in a backdoor to Bitcoin. Well, it doesn't really matter because not every- necessarily to just track transactions. I mean, sure. That's one thing that I'm sure they could do if they wanted to. Yeah. But my, thought on it is because i hold the opinion that once these governments saw that cryptocurrencies and what they're capable of there's no way that them being fiat currency governments are going to allow them to continue to exist right because the they're just much more efficient than their you know whatever their their fiat currencies right and they're private they're fucking everything's Whatever they're superior, right? Yeah. The only thing I could say about like crypt uh, cryptocurrencies is that they're supposed to be speculative. Speculatively, I mean, people do it as a as a fucking investment to right, store value. Right, yeah. Like they're using Bitcoin as digital gold, right? right? Yeah. Which is understandable, but they also are using it in the sake that for the sake of creating a new monetary system right that right, none of exactly. us between me and you all the information i need to know between us is the hash address that you have which yeah. is a whole bunch of series and letters and i don't have to know anything more than that like that's that's as much right. as i need to know which creates like a really cool anonymity aspect to yeah. transactions right? right right um what else is there there's also the public ledger aspect which is like the where everything happens, like where all the currencies happen or all the transactions, I mean, and, uh, you know, everybody has to agree that 
everything that happens on there is good to go, right? Right, yeah. So, like, what's to say that, like, between, um, I don't know, like, U.S. or Citibank, they're like, oh, well, you... Uh, fuck, I don't know. You lost like $3,000 and you're like, oh no, I don't know how that would happen, but like that wouldn't happen on the fucking, yeah, happen, no way it, it wouldn't happen it. on Bitcoin. Like yeah. you, you, they would be like, oh, why is somebody getting $3,000 from this person out of like, for whatever reason, like whatever methods you would be using on like, like a phishing attack or right. whatever to get access to your, your banking information, yeah, the front yeah, yeah. steal, like that is supposed to be prevented by like something that Bitcoin could do or whatever. Right. So, and or- so, so like my, my whole point is, is that, that these governments, once they see that there's value in this, cause obviously that they're now doing it, they're, they're, they're making the, the, the fed coin or whatever the fuck they're calling their is that really digital. Yeah. They're creating CBDCs, the central bank digital currencies. Yeah. And my opinion is, is, those things are no long, are not going to be created to be a competitor to Bitcoin. They are going to be what's going to replace Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies because my opinion is they will just regulate the shit out of those things to be basically illegal. And once that happens, that's probably either going to drive the fucking price of it up and get more people invested in wanting to buy more of it and not participate in theirs, which will then force them to activate the back doors that I'm sure they have built into all of these cryptocurrencies. And then and they're gonna crash the shit, fucking shit out of them. I don't know if oh, it's yeah, a, there is one thing I want to bring up um, uh-huh. once you guys finish this. Oh, okay. But is it? Could there be? Well, would there be? Fuck! I don't want to phrase it in a in a a. Uh, what's the what's the term? To ask a question with only certain results, like you're leading on, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. Is there a scenario where? Much like the prohibition era, like with alcohol and drugs, right. where like people were gonna do it anyways, yes. like, and then the government's like, well, f- fuck, like, we want to get some of that action, like, okay, so that's that's where so the, I, that's where I think cryptocurrency wouldn't be eradicated because people are like, man, fuck this, like, why are we gonna take this shit for like the CBD, C CB, central bank, what what is it? Central bank digital CBDC, central bank digital currency. Centralized so, bank. Yeah. Okay. So that I don't. Again, like I don't know if that's a one-to-one comparison to say that, like, by prohibiting the use of cryptocurrencies, that people are going to be more likely to use it. And also, the government is like, well, shit. You know, we might as well let it exist and be like getting a piece of that through taxes. Like that's like right. Where, yeah. So okay. So to so so yes, I do think there's a direct answer and a direct comparison to your question. Be, and so, like with prohibition, right? Yeah. So, if I, I, t- I, if the government would have been saying, "Okay, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna come out and we're gonna create our own alcohol," yeah. right? And then it doesn't really sell that well. So then they say, "Okay, fine, we're banning all alcohol." except for government alcohol. Well, guess what? If this is the only place you can easily freely get it, it that's it where probably, you're going to go get it, right? Suck. But it's government gonna, government right, it's issue. Gonna suck, it's going <laughs> to suck ass, right? It's not going to yeah. be that great. Yeah. But if it's the only it's it's better than having no alcohol, right? So, whereas the government eventually lifted up on saying, "Okay, well we're not going to be in the alcohol business, but we'll still tax it and make money on it, right? So let's just let it come back. People are going to do it anyways." This, I think, is is different than that, whereas now the government is getting into the alcohol business. They are getting into it while it's they're they're making central they're making cryptocurrencies. But they're too far behind what 
thing what right. what things are capable Co- correct. of with As, cryptocurrency. Right, correct. However, regulation is irrelevant to um the the regulation of it would be non impacting on the uh what is that like what you just said the innovation of what could be done right because regulation doesn't give a shit no matter what the the innovations that could have had all that the regulation knows is you are potentially taking money out of our government pocket and so we need to put a stop to that so we're going to regulate you to the point where you're basically illegal and you should it basically would just be worthless to have any of these other coins reg- other than a central bank digital currency. That'll be the only one that's allowed. I, I still think that <clears throat> for every other country that is invested or dab, like, you know, El Salvador is a country that yeah. has, uh, as has a Bitcoin as their reserve yeah. currency. Um, I mean, I don't know how that's going to work out for them, but there are co- like other countries that are dabbling or even like being supportive of that environment. So, and yeah. I think the U S would make a grave mistake in not finding out what is possible with this technology. Right. No, I Let's agree. Yeah. But here's the thing, though. You're you're assuming that the U.S. doesn't already know that. And and this is the other thing, too, is, is now, and this is where we get into the concept kind of earlier about the fall of empires, right? You know, most empires last only a couple hundred years or yeah, whatever, right? Well, we've, we've exceeded that as far as our American empire is concerned. So historically... We are coming to we are coming close to the end of our American dominance. Now, will we see that happen in our lifetime? I fucking really hope not. Will we see that happen in like our children's lifetime? I also certainly hope not. I hope it's like some three or four motherfucker generations down the line that I don't even know these little bastards and uh, fuck them. Like who cares? But or honestly, let's just say, fuck what history tells us. Agreed. We could we now again historically though. History, I do believe, is cyclical. It is, it is, it is pattern. There are many patterns throughout history. But we've already broken that. True, America. Right, we've gone. We will, as have other empires. Yeah, but, but the again, general no, average no, uh, is around. The is difference around. is, though, remember, we've only been the world superpower for about 60, 70 years. Right. That is. We've the, been around for three hundred years. Right. But we haven't been the power for three hundred years. Right, and that's where the empires have been in power for. Yeah, that that somewhat amount of time right Mm -hmm. so this is where but that's where i don't know i'm not sure and then again if these other places didn't have the advantage of technology that we have nowadays, right yes there are a lot of mitigating factors that could lead to us and this could be the reason why we've even extended past far past what the average lifespan of a quote-unquote empire has been historically you say that but we haven't been an empire for 300 years. We've only been an empire for 50, 60 years now. Right. Well, but that's what I'm saying is, is they, it's, I think it's, it's total based, not in, in power or in You're saying world since power. the beginning of Rome to its downfall was 300 years. I don't know. I guess is what, I guess that's what I'm mm. saying. I don't know. Was that right? No, I, I don't know. Cause I mean, I think uh, the, I think, okay. The middle East was a world superpower for for more than 300 years, but are you going to say they've only been around for 300 years? Well, no, I'm not saying that. Well, you, okay. What you're saying right now with the U.S. is we've been around 300 years. That's the end of our timeline. But there's nations that have been around since for longer than that, and they're, they, their nations didn't have a superpower fall until for 300 years that they were the empire. 
Like, look at the Germanic empires. The third, the First Reich. The Holy Roman Empire was in power for how right. long? But Germany wasn't... Germany had been around longer than that. Right, yeah. I guess, sure, individual countries can be around for much longer than their... Empires. Empire has lasted, right? But this is what I'm saying. The U.S. has only been an empire for 40, 50, 60 years. We've been around for 300 years, but we're still a relatively young country. Right. Compared to the rest of the fucking world. But global politics or global geopolitics, or whatever you want to call it, are much different, obviously, now than they were in the Roman times. The world was a lot smaller during the Roman times. I mean, their empire was literally basically... Europe, the Middle East, and I think parts of like for who for like the Roman Empire it was like the Roman Empire. Which okay. one, the Holy Roman Empire or the actual Roman Empire? I guess the actual Roman Empire itself was parts of Africa, parts of it. it was a very geographically compared to just the United States of okay. the continental United States in and of itself. I don't know. I don't think that. I don't think it was. It was just greatly larger than that swath of land. I guess. I mean, sure, maybe it could have been, but I don't think. I think that the world that they controlled was a lot smaller than, let's say, like we are on a complete global oh, yeah. scale. You like, know what I'm saying? We're, yeah, like the scope of what of was their, happening back right, then was, was limited smaller. to smaller. It was limited to their local region because they didn't Mm -hmm. have global power or global travel back then, essentially. Now, the British were, I think, really the first global superpower with their Navy, right? Mm -hmm. And that lasted for several fucking hundred years. And then, obviously, they they fell. They weren't the sole superpower. It was them and France. And the Spanish, too. Well, right. Well, it was. But they were the number one. Like, they were definitely the number. They were the leader of that pack. Yes, there were other, just like with us, there's China, there's Russia. Well, there was Russia. But, but, you know, if you just include them in this, okay, there there was the three of us, but there was clearly a one, two, and a three in terms of the hierarchy. Mm -hmm. It wasn't like France, Britain, and uh, Spain, or I mean, uh, France, England, and Spain were all on equal fucking footing in equal terms. No, I think the British were clearly the number one, and then France and Spain were likely going back and forth between number two. No, and remember, then there were France, peri- France there was, was periods. That fucking, there was that 300-year war between France well, and, and That's, and that's what I'm saying. Well, there's there's periods where France became the number one, then England went back to being number one. So uh, yeah, they again, were kind of interchanging. But when, when France became the number one, did that end the, the, the British Empire? Well, that's not what I'm saying. Yeah, that's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that the time of us coming to it it, it it looks like it's it's coming to where there's going to be a flashpoint right what i'm saying is the whole the whole thing about saying oh because history said 300 years is the end of an empire well no no i'm not saying that it says that i'm just saying no, historically, just saying, historically the average speaking, yes the sure. average is 300 like 300 years but in I'll, power but what i'm saying is that there's 300 aren't the same it's like the Holy Roman Empire lasted for... I, I don't even think it lasted for 300 years. It was around for more than 300 years, but it it wasn't an empire for those 300 years. Right. And you just said France, France and um, England kept switching to that spot. Right, France, but, England. Spain but, maybe might have been in the number one for a little while. Like but a short their empires didn't end because they weren't longer the top one. And on top of that... <clears throat> We started separating from the Britons, and that didn't end their empire. Well, what I'm saying is, okay, well, they didn't uh, look, cease to well, exist as a country. Say, what I'm trying to say is, uh-huh. 
every single one of these empires that people like to say, oh, you know, 300 years and then that's it. They're no longer an empire. They have to have a revolution or fall. But it always seems that, oh, no, no, it was different for this guy, but it was different for this one. It, there's always that differentiation of property that people want to add to it where it just, at that point, it's no longer a causation. It's just a parallel. It's just... Right. It's no longer, oh, yeah, every 300 years, see, it happened here, here, here. But no, 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 it's more like it happened to them because of this. It happened to them because of that. But at the same time, they're still around. Right, yeah. I'm not saying we're not going to exist anymore. I'm just saying that... No, you literally just said earlier, if we're not the superpower, we're taking everyone with us. Well, that's what I think is going to happen. Yeah, I think we're going to take everybody with us. I mean, well, then none of us are going to fucking exist because we're all... Like, the world landscape would just completely change. I'm just saying the the evidence for the U.S. falling, like people like to point out, Uh is... uh, Falling in one sense. That's exactly what I'm well, trying to I'm say. Just, I'm just That's saying exactly no longer, what I'm trying to say. Yeah, falling in what sense of just no longer being the number one you can't, global like the UK superpower. Took the back seat. Right, to pretty the much, US. Pretty much after well, World, I don't, well, yeah, like World, World War One, World, World, yeah. World, World War II, right? Like right. They, they didn't They took the they, full back seat after that deal. And granted, the British Empire fell basically Wait. after the the british empire and and the empire falling apart being their global control fell apart they still fell back to england and became and they were still a country just like we would still come back and still be america we just would no longer have global influence like we do now yeah just like the roman empire when it you know became fucking whatever okay well like, it fell yeah. back down to well, its like basic we, but here's the problem though like we we talked about in the other <coughs> uh podcast uh-huh. or the other episodes if the U.S. ever withdrew from the world, the U.S. won't suffer. The world will suffer. No country donates more to any other country than us. No country right. has more humanitarian aid than us. No other country right. has the projected projection of protection that we offer. Right. If we succeed from the world, the world is going to suffer. Yes, I agree with you 100%. But I don't think the rest of the world agrees with that. And Again. I think that's why we're getting we're seeing this this shift into this bricks alliance. And maybe not even it, maybe that, it's not even a number. It just feels like there's a <clears throat> like a palpable thing, or maybe anti-American it's a, sentiment. Maybe or it's whatever a, you maybe call it's it. a visual thing because it's like the thing with the UK. Maybe it wasn't like a three hundred year reign that they were supreme, but it's the fact that they haven't had the presence uh, of a, like a naval force since back in right like, since like the 17 or 18 and it's like, like they like, haven't been that for a long time and maybe the u.s is like the exact same thing josh brought up like the whole thing about the u.s having reduced numbers since world war ii like well i don't know if that's indicative of us being well you weak. can't really compare a, a quote-unquote peacetime military to a wartime military Remember, we induced a draft during World War II. Right, we but that, forced people to right, be well, in the but, military. And so, but that was my whole point of, okay, you have this huge force, right? And then building up that force and keeping it around for a couple of years after the war led us to basically being able to do this whole force projection thing and projecting our will across the world, right? Because we had this massive navy and these massive forces. But then... Once those numbers dwindled down after the draft ended and everybody went back to their ways, there were still a lot of motherfuckers that stayed in. And so through that, we were able to still maintain compliance through just the numbers that we had. 
And ever since then, our numbers have been just getting smaller and smaller and smaller due to technology and due to attrition or whatever you want to call it. But the number has gotten a lot smaller by which was required to us for us to keep in our stockpile to uh, maintain this control over the, the waterways, right? If I, if I had to interject real quick, <clears throat> yeah. like if, if it's, and I don't know if this would be the exact example of when the U.S.'s... Uh, uh, Universal power. Is something uh-huh. unplugged? What do you mean? Right by your hand. The other hand, Josh. Oh, yeah. No, this is the uh, thing that you can talk through Skype. I just still have it. Oh, okay. um, I don't know if this is the exact example, but uh-huh. if we're using the example of the UK, like if we are ever in a situation where our armed forces are not the global force of the world, much in the way that the UK or the UK was with their right. naval forces, yeah. that's when we've taken the back seat, and that's the end. I don't know if it's a number, but it's like, oh man, if we can't have our hands in every fucking conflict, then that's uh, if we're, we're if right. we're just retreating and becoming like isolationists, like, then that's where it's yes, a little then, bit concerning. Then we will be taking the number two, three, four slot in the world. Now, granted. That's it's, not to say if anybody came and fucked with us that they'd be able to take us out. Yeah. Because we would still have better superior military technology and a military fighting force. But it wouldn't look good because then it comes from a place of like self-preservation. Like that's because right. that means it's defense like that we're. Right. Instead of yeah. we've been on offense for 80 years. Right. Yeah. We've essentially been on worldwide offense. So yeah. if we had to retreat back to going to be on defense now yeah. and just staying within our little section of the world that we're in. Which was the case for World War too right like we were we didn't involve ourselves until Pearl Harbor right so yeah we were just staying the fuck out of it because no, we no, we no the fuck we weren't well we were we were well yeah we let it we let Pearl Harbor happen so we could get, get involved it. yeah but Don't I mean count all the fucking we were sending, that died well that and we sent a shit ton of uh, our Air Force our Army Air Corps pilots over to Europe and England to fight in the air war over there I mean they were doing that Years before we ever fucking set foot on land, there they were over going over there, and so it's not much different from out. what the U- what's happening in the Ukraine, I mean, where the U.S. No, I mean, maybe we're not doing it directly, of, but we're doing it by financial we're, means. We're bringing yeah. them here to train yeah. them, right? We're bringing them here. We're doing, you know, we're going, we're sending some guys there to train them. I mean, the, well, no, they're going, they're coming to Poland or right, yeah. I mean, we're not know, stepping. We're we're not technically stepping, officially stepping. going into the Ukraine, even though there's a lot of people that have said that we actually are, and there's some evidence to prove that potentially. But I mean, I don't know enough there's, to. Know. There's been volunteers that have. No, no, we're not well, talking no, about willing, willing, yeah. yeah, we're, we're not talking about that. We're talking, we're talking about, about like actual armed U.S. military oh, okay, yeah, yeah, forces right, going in there, you. yeah, and doing shit. All right. So. Well, what else did you have besides... Uh, uh, I don't know. I had a bunch of other Well, let me shit, bring this man. shit up. Oh, yeah, actually. go ahead. What did you want to bring up? Uh, this is the thing I want to bring up. Podcast is over. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Fuck Frank. <laughs> this is the Fuck Frank Podcast. Thank you for listening. Never tune in again, because it'll never happen again, because he's dead. He's, he's getting So, apparently, the, I was reading this yesterday. The Biden administration quietly raised the amount ethanol required in gasoline from 10% to 15%. Uh, and so they're uh, estimating that three predictable problems will surface from that. Uh-huh. One, there'll be less food as more corn is being needed to create ethanol. Uh-huh. Two, it's going to be higher ga- higher prices for finished and blended gases. <laughs> and three, vehicle engines are going to start breaking down at a much higher rate. What's, oh, yeah. which, what's is the, push, what's which is going to push the narrative for more electrical electric engines. What, what's the source uh, for, for that information? Facebook. 
He's like Reddit. <laughs> but Reddit. From from who specifically though? Uh, no, I was just reading. Uh, it was an article I read on. Um, fuck, what was it? The Daily Guardian. Daily Guardian. Uh, fuck. I think it was actually CNN. No. Who was it? Let me see. I have I have the notes right here. I was writing on it. Sundance. I will say that that <laughs> that tracks with the narrative because they are pushing for. Sunday. You, you shut no, down no, the pipeline, right. okay? You shut down the pipe, the Keystone Pipeline, which is what he did when he first came into office. Literally, okay? was the first thing he did. <laughs> then you push. Okay, cool. We're gonna have. We're gonna require more ethanol to be in the gasoline, which is gonna fuck the engines up, and it's gonna make gas prices go up. It's gonna make food prices go up, and then what? What delivers food? Trucks. What do they use? Fucking gasoline. So or diesel or diesel. whatever they use fuel. So if you. Take all those factors. I mean, I don't know if you've seen the the pump prices lately, but they're they're above five dollars a gallon again. Yeah, that's true. But and I mean, what can you do? Like, you can't use U.S. reserves. I mean, he has been using them because finish in, in the order, fucking uh, pipeline in order to uh, accommodate or uh, alleviate the burden to the consumer. Right. So we're not paying like five or six dollars. But I thought the whole point of having U.S. reserves is so that we can sell our shit, our good shit. Apparently, our oil is. Yeah, it's the good Wa- shit. It's the yeah. good shit. Like it's, it, it doesn't have to be. I don't know if it's like refined. Well, it's already re- refined better than what whatever like whatever they get from the Middle East from like yeah. Canada or whatever because right. they they get it from like rocks and shit, right? Yeah. And then we sell it to other countries, and then that difference in money could be spent on other people's fucking oil, which is probably what Saudi Arabia and all those other countries we've been buying from. Right. Well, no, like, we, I, we've been buying it from Russia. Well, I don't, I don't know about that, yeah, but the well, point being, like, that we've been buying other people's cheap oil and selling our premium shit to other people, right? And that, that, that's kind of like an art. What is that? Like an arbitrage? Yeah. Well, like the the whole point of the strategic petroleum oil reserve is mm. to essentially, in in time of national crisis where there is no oil and we can't get it, yeah, the military can operate. That's the whole point. Yeah, yeah. And, and so now, supposedly, we're below what the minimum is supposed to be that's in there. Yeah. Which you know fucking sucks because now there's only thirty days I think of fuel to to run the military. If mm. if all of a sudden everybody in the world said fuck it, we're not going to sell the U.S. oil anymore. Yeah. Um, and then we'd have to turn on the pipeline. That would there would be no there'd we be no option. Uh, this, this, it never should have been stopped. I agree. I don't. I don't. We, we talked about that before, though. Yeah. So I mean, we we won't go down that whole pathway again. Yeah. But I do think that's interesting to push the narrative to get more fucking. Uh, it would make sense though. Because electric cars. It would make sense though because they're. I don't know if it's here specifically in California, but they're trying to get off uh, gas fueled cars by 2025, which is I think a projection. Projection 20, that's not going to be met. Like it's twenty thirty five that they said. twenty thirty five. I still well, don't think that's going to no, happen. No, there's no way they said they said that by twenty we in twenty thirty five. We don't have the power grid for it. Well, in twenty thirty five, you will no longer be able to purchase a gas vehicle brand new in the state. That's their that's their whole thing. That's what they outlawed, right? So that'll never happen by then, at least because a like Frank said, the infrastructure is not there for the power grid. Like in the summertime when it's hot, when it's over a hundred degrees here, they literally send out things saying, Hey, if you have an electric car, please don't fucking plug it in. Cause you're overwhelming the power grid. And I would say maybe 25%, maybe 30% of the people in the state drive an electric car. I would knows? say, I would say that's probably an accurate number. Who knows? But I think it's probably somewhere around there. And you're telling me only 25% of the motherfuckers who have cars are driving them, and if they all plug them in at the same time, then we're all fucked and can't have air conditioning. So what's going to happen if we're all having fucking electric cars? I don't like, know, man. Well, it's it's like we're damned if we're do. We're damned <coughs> yeah, if we're do, and we're damned, damned if, if we, we don't. don't. Like, we either 
get off fucking oil or petroleum and uh, just figure it out by renewable resources or we find some other country that's willing to cooperate with us, which is probably going to be like... We're at 21%. 21%. um, Of new car sales? No, 21%. Or total people who drive. Who drive uh, electric cars in California. Oh. I don't know, man. Like, it's All right, gonna, so it's close, 20, as, 25 to 30%, so it's 21. That's pretty yeah. close. Like, I don't so know. It's, as far as the entire United States, so it's about 5.6%. Yeah, it's like nothing. Yeah. So, that's what, so yeah, so you're telling me 21% of the people who drive cars, and you want it to be 100%. What the f- and, and what the fuck makes electricity? Gasoline. They fucking... Everything well, runs on electricity. Hy- hydroelectric well, dams, too. Well, yeah, but... Natural gas, but then hydroelectric dams, the nuclear power plants. Right, but the majority of the electricity that we get is here in California gas. is from gas, right? It's from combustion engines burning gas to fucking make the electricity. So all you're doing is just taking the gas and giving it to that and then charging, my, charging a car with it. So really, are you really doing that much of a difference... In terms of quote unquote environmental, with all the regulations on all the new car engines and everything like that, they are pretty fucking low emissions, especially in California, because you have to have a special. You, you there's it's like the forty there's the forty nine state and then there's the California emissions right so California's got the toughest fucking emissions laws in the United States mm. so every new vehicle that comes through here has to pass or even the used vehicles have to pass like you can't buy a catalytic converter from fucking Arizona or buy a car from Arizona because if you bring it here it ain't gonna pass smog because it's not it doesn't have the California approved shit on it which makes even less than the minimal amount of emissions that fucking come out of the shit so. Are you really making that much of a difference? And then there was a thing that I heard regarding um, from a guy who isn't an expert on it, but he's like a geopolitics expert dude. And he was talking about how uh, experts on the subject were, were explaining to him how electric vehicles are like the dumbest thing ever. Like if you are going to do it, buy an electric vehicle to say that you're saving the environment, you're an idiot because the amount of carbon footprint that it took to, make to the create battery. the battery and the actual car itself, mm-hmm. plus the amount of carbon it takes to charge the vehicle, every time you need to charge it, you could drive that car for a hundred years and you would never negate and the damage, even, even break yeah. zero to the damage you've done over you just having driven a gasoline car. So... It's fucking ridiculous that they're pushing this whole fucking narrative. And he says, oh, if you want... And I think a comedian might have said this. Like, oh, if you want to drive a Tesla, don't say it because you're saying that you drive the... Save the environment. Yeah, say it just because you think it's cool, right? Like, don't be an asshole. Like, just just, just say you, you like it because it looks cool. All right? That's fine. That's cool. You want a car. You don't want to pay for gas. That's fine. I get it. That makes sense. Even though, to me, it's fucked up because, like, the electric companies here have done this thing now where if you have an electric car registered to your house, they charge you the max penalty rate at all times. Like you're not like now it's like tiered or whatever based on the time of day. Mm. Well, your 24 hour electric tier is always at the penalty tier and it, that's it. It's just always at the highest penalty tier if you own an electric vehicle right. because they assume you're going to use a way more power than everybody else because you, you probably fucking are. So that kind of fucking sucks if you're going to buy an electric car. And that's something to think about like, well, okay, that, you know, 300 or $400 a month you thought you were maybe saving in gasoline. Well, is that coming back to bite you in the ass and costing you more in your electric bill? Instead of paying for the gas in your electric, in your 
<clears throat> for your car, you're paying the gas for your electric bill. Right. You're just paying. And are you end up? Are you going to end up paying more over the lifetime of that car over your electric bill to charge if you it? Get rid of that car. You're still staying in that penalty. Range. That's what I'm saying. They'll ne- once they get you sucked into that penalty range, they're never going to take it away. Nope. So it's just like, well, now you're fucked. Now you're just ensuring that you're just going to be paying the most elect most amount of money you can for electricity. God, dude, that must. That would fuck the farmers once they have to they have to use electric vehicles. Oh, I know. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. And then, you know, that's the whole thing about banning like gas powered chainsaws and gas powered lawn equipment and shit like that. Yeah, I don't know how I don't I don't I mean know. that already I think what I think that goes into effect the twenty twenty January first, twenty twenty four. So that's like coming up soon where you're no longer gonna everything you buy for lawn equipment is gonna have to be all electric. Uh, now, I mean, personally, I I, I I like that stuff because like for my lawn, like it's just I don't have to fuck with gas. I don't have to fuck with changing oil. It's I don't have to fuck yeah, with none of that. You, it's going to fuck the oh, fucking but, landscape companies. Right, but the, I'm not a landscaper. I'm just a personal home guy. That's why I prefer it. But yeah, a landscaper, I tell you what, that battery fucking dies after I oh, do. By the way, Josh, uh, uh, you have to get rid of your generators now too. No, no, I don't, I don't have to get rid of them. They're banned in 2028. To buy them. Nope. No, I'm, possession. It says, it says possession of portable generators by 2028. Ah, uh, well, they can come fucking take them from my cold dead hands because that's that ain't happening. <laughs> There's, the ATF is right behind you. They just killed Cooper. They just killed my dogs. They killed all my <laughs> dogs. God damn it! The ATF has struck again. Wait a minute. This isn't your department. Oh yeah, you're right. <laughs> oh well. Sorry for what? your loss. <laughs> yeah, uh, there's no bringing his ass back to life. <laughs> uh, oh, well. Fuck him. Yeah. Can't wash, unwash that, or can't, yeah. can't undo can't, that. Can't unring that bell. Yeah, uh, some things you can't unsee, bro. Dude, <laughs> I. How much? How much time are we at? Oh man, we've been going for an hour and thirty-seven. Oh my god. Okay. Well, okay. I don't know if I want to add other topics. I'm, is, is the stuff that you're gonna bring <laughs> no, up? We can save it for next time. Okay. It's, is it still gonna be relevant? Oh yeah, like, it, I think it will still be relevant. One hundred percent. And I will. There's one story. I'll just tease it right now. The whole like oh, the alien Peruvian tribe alien in Peru. In Peru. There's I still there's still no updates about it. So hopefully maybe by the next episode we will have an update and then we can fully go into talking about what the fuck is going on down there. Okay, I just want to quickly ask: is is there more than one topic that was uh, like that you were going to bring up that were of the major topics that you were uh, going to? Uh, yeah, there were two other ones, but I, those are going to go again. We'll tease them for the next. Okay, episode. what are they? We're going to talk about. I wanted to bring up uh, Brandon, Brandon Herrera running for governor, or not well, governor, um, state senator, senator, or whatever, or no, Congress. House senator, House Republican, or what is it? House. I thought he was running for Congress. House of Representatives, right? I thought it was Congress. Well, it's House of Representatives because he's not running for the Senate. He's running for the House of Representatives. Yeah. yeah. So. Brandon Herrera, the YouTube guy, the AK guy, he's he's running for that. I wanted to bring up a whole thing about that. Okay. And then the uh, there was some 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 weird shit going on with the, the 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 spy balloon, the Chinese spy balloon. They were had saying there's now this thing coming out that's saying basically that the path, the flight path that it took over the United States, now all of these crops along this flight path are starting to have this weird fucking mutation. That they all have the same weird mutation, and it, there's suspect theories that this was the purpose of the drone or the the machine was to drop shit to see if they could fuck up or fuck with our food supply so who knows i that's we, those will still be relevant to talk we about get all, we get the majority of our food from russia yeah well anyways that's something we could talk about next time so i mean unless you had anything else pressing that you wanted to add now <laughs> fuck no no yeah i mean I, i'm tired as fuck i've been up since 6 a.m yesterday so um anyways so if you've uh, listened this far, uh, we thank you. And also, I just want to say, to just reiterate, 
we're just amateur histologists here, okay? And <laughs> you guys just need to fucking learn and understand that we don't really fucking know what we're talking about. We like to give these opinions and they're fun to talk about, but please do not take what we're saying as absolute 100% fact. Go fucking do your own goddamn investigation and come to your own fucking conclusions. Yes, listen to us for entertainment purposes only and not for actual information. Also, um, by the time this episode is up, I am telling you right now that there will be an amateur histologist shirt on the fucking website <laughs> for you to purchase. And if you like our shit and you think it's funny, uh, please support us by purchasing the amateur histologist fucking t-shirt. And uh, what anyways. A, what a beautiful moment we had. I know, that. right? God damn. Well, you know what? Maybe it's going to turn into a beautiful money-making moment for us. Maybe we can help <laughs> buy some new equipment you know, with this and continue to keep the lights on here at the Central Unintelligence Podcast on GameRageMagazine.com to, uh, by, by people purchasing amateur histologist shirts. <laughs> Anyways, all right. Well, I'm Josh. He's Frank. He's Adam. Thank you for listening. We will see you next time. That was the latest episode of the Central Unintelligence Podcast. Don't forget, subscribe and like on Instagram and TikTok at Game Rage Magazine. We're also on Twitter slash X at Game Rage Mag. Also our website, www.gameragemagazine.com.